Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for Smile, which is from Paramount Studios, Paramount Pictures, whatever you want to call them. I'm your host, Matthew. Uh, I'll start off spoiler-free. Um, I want to talk about a couple of things in the spoiler section, but of course we'll leave that until later. Uh, we'll start off with a spoiler-free section here with my general thoughts, impressions, rating system... All that type of stuff. Um, I'm going to give this a must-see, but not one of our strong must-see ratings. So if you're not familiar with that, uh, we have strong must-see, then must-see, don't skip, possible skip, skip, and then a hard skip. Um, and for the numbered rating, I would give this a 9 out of 10. Uh, so this film comes in at 2 hours. Um, what is it about? You might be wondering. It is about people that do smile. Um, it is about a doctor, like a therapist type doctor. And, uh, she witnesses, and this was in the trailer, this isn't a spoiler. She she witnesses a woman taking her own life in front of her during a, like, therapy sort of session. Um, and the woman is talking about the, the woman that takes her life in front of our main character um, talks about seeing somebody like smiling back at her um, it's difficult to describe the um, like story without going into spoilers because it's, it's very easy to slip into those sorts of spoilers um Essentially, you essentially how this kind of works is how can I describe this without spoiling it? Um, if a person witnesses a trauma of some kind, um, the people they see in their everyday lives, um, our main character will then imagine that person smiling in a very creepy in a very weird way in the way you've seen it happen in the trailers for this and they start to say weird things or smile or attempt to attack the person and our main protagonist has to try to cope slash survive with that situation um in a very good horror sense uh this particular element um, is used very, very, very well. Very, 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 very well. Uh, almost incredibly well in certain situations. To bring about, of course, those quiet, tense, well-shot horror scenes. Um, this film is very, very, very good at doing that. Very, very good at doing that. Um, and it uses... Um, cliched, not jump scares, jump scare techniques, I would say, to its advantage, but doesn't lean into making them cliche and tropey and stupid and, you know, annoying. Um, it uses it in a very smart way. Um, it uses lighting to a good effect. It uses still camera shots to a good effect. Um... It uses. I would say. I'd say it does use because there's two ways you can do an intense horror scene with music, right? One of which is without any music, or or without any sort of noise. So you're waiting for those, you know, bumps sort of thing, um, 
or you are trying to listen out for footsteps or whispers or I don't know tapping you know any sorts of noises and then there's also scenes which are also in this film as well where the film is trying to use normal scenes and then builds up a slow quiet little bit of music to great effect it's very 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 good at doing both those things um so why am i giving this a must see not a strong must see and not a 10 out of 10 i did not like the ending you might you might like it more than me if you have already seen this film you might have liked it more than me if you take my recommendation of the must see rating here and take it upon yourself to watch this film um you might like the ending more than me as well that's very possible and you know creative creative decision in terms of endings and how you're going to end your story is all subjective right some people are going to like things some people are not and the ending just didn't work for me um, I thought it was going in one direction, which I would have possibly liked more, but then it, it goes in a bit of a different direction, which I, I didn't quite like. Um, I am going to... I don't do this very often, and this only applies to certain pieces of media. My must-see rating, I'm going to put a little asterisk next to it. You might be wondering why. This film is difficult to watch. It is sad. It's a sad story. It's a sad plotline. And it does dig into very heavy themes of mental illness. um, Themes within mental illness. And specifically trauma as well. So what I'm saying as somebody who's reviewing and recommending this film. Strongly recommending this film. Is if you are somebody who... Don't really like to use the word triggered. But more... uh, sensitive or triggered or more sort of susceptible is that the right word to use i'm trying to i'm trying to find the right word here um more sensitive to media that's got those themes in it and this leans very heavily onto those themes it it doesn't shy away from anything really either um i'd still recommend that you watch it um i'd hate i'd hate to for you to miss out on a very effective piece of media but go in with caution if you feel you need to watch this with somebody or if you feel you need to I don't know, do something beforehand. Because I understand those themes are very, very, um, very personal for some people. Some people are very affected by them. Um, I'm affected by certain mental health issues, but I don't have, I wouldn't say I have trauma from very much. It, it not, not in a way that like this film bothered me in that way, but it might not work the same way for you so i'm just saying i'm just giving a bit of a warning because there isn't really a warning at the start of this film which is a a bit of a shame you should really give your audience a warning um and the trailer doesn't really represent that either not the not the trailers i saw i don't know if there was more trailers i didn't see or whatever because i don't see every single trailer for everything but the trailer doesn't really warn against that either so that that's not very good um, but yes, if you are sensitive to those particular topics, of course, within the plot of this film, um, this can't really happen to you because it's a fictional story. Um, so there's that. Obviously, I'm not familiar with every single mental health experience or traumatic experience, but I am talking about a fictional story that is written by a script and filmed. You know, it's not. It's, it's not based on a not based on it doesn't say based on a true story it's not a documentary or anything like that this is a fictional horror film 
but still could have themes and whatnot that lean into that. So I'm just giving a bit of a warning. Still would be cool if you watch the film. Um, but I'm just giving a bit of a warning because this is uh, this does dig into some of those things. Um, so that's that part of it. Um, but yeah, like I said, didn't like the ending. I thought the whole smile effect thing um, was very, very effective. It's not overused either because so- something I've noticed about horror as well is if you've got like an entity or a thing within your horror film that is very creepy and kind of like puts you on the edge if you use it too much i can give an example as well if you use it too much it really loses its effect two examples i would give is resident evil 2 and resident evil 3 now in resident evil 2 you have something called mr x who's this big guy in a suit and he uh permanently once you get to the point in the game where he comes out um permanently get to a point in the game where he chases you unless you go into a save room and it's not like overused it's used very very well and like you can't kill him so you have to work out tactics to get around him that's pretty good in resident evil 3 there's a thing called nemesis the first time it comes out and jumps out at you it's very very effective and then it just happens way too much it's just completely overused and it, it loses that fear factor I never once felt like, because um, there were points in the film like, okay, where, where, when's the next, like, smile creepy scene going to be? And I was, like, nervously waiting for it. Um, and it wasn't overused at all. Um, it does uh, get a bit different as it goes through, which I thought was, was an interesting kind of film tactic, if you want to call it that. Um, but no, from, you know, writing, directing, acting, camera use, use of music, use of sound, use of camera. Um, looks like it's got a pretty decent production behind it. Bit of a different sort of production to um, X, which is a film I reviewed, when was that, yesterday I think. Um, it's a bit different to something like that, bit of a different style. Um, but these films can be can be very, very good, and I think this is really, really quite good. I just... I just disagree with the ending. I was like, oh, okay, right, you're, you're doing doing that, so that's that, that's a shame. Um, so yeah, I, I can't really, I can't really get. I don't know how much I can get into um, scenes and specifics without getting into spoilers. Um, if I was to go by what's in the trailer, um, the trailer's kind of quite smart, I would say, for this. It doesn't really give anything away per se. Um, the, the, the bit that you see in the trailer with the guy in the hospital, and he's like, we're all gonna die, or whatever he says, that's pretty good, that's, that's pretty, uh, pretty sort of effective, um, but just, wow, what this woman goes through, um, and how, the, how do I want to sort of go, go about talking about this, there is, so she starts going through a lot of things in this film, and it is quite difficult to watch. It's interesting when you have a horror film like this where a character is going through... Well, she is going through a breakdown because who wouldn't if that was happening to them? Um, and she gets called crazy by a lot of people. And it's very it's, it's very annoying when, when that happens. Because um, uh, I've, I've said before many times, if, if I'm trying to describe a person or a character or sort of a scene, I try to avoid using words like crazy because there's just there's there's things about using that word that i don't quite agree with um especially when it comes to 
characters suffering from mental health issues that are called crazy like i don't i i i don't agree with that and obviously when a character is saying it within a scene that's fine because that's a fictional character that's saying that but um yeah there's characters that try to help her and there's characters that don't really care quite so much and that was that was interesting to see that that wasn't something i was like not expecting to happen but it's still disappointing to see that um so uh, not not within the film but for those those individual characters so um but i thought they told a good story here um again that your general sort of horror qualities i thought were really really great here um and i would put this a notch above a don't skip um which is my other which is the lower rating tier i just that that ending i just i uh i, I disagree so um but that's fine that's totally fine i understand that you know not every writer is gonna have um you know have thought out the same ending as what i what i, what I would have wanted as an audience member um sometimes endings can be stupid i don't think this is a stupid ending per se it's just one that i was like oh i wish something else had happened instead you know so anyway that's pretty much everything i've got for the spoiler free section uh pacing and structure is very good i mean you're mainly following one character so that's that's very good that didn't really spring to mind like pacing and and that sort of thing um this film comes in at about an hour 52 or so which is pretty good it's pretty good length for it um they put in everything i think they needed to i don't think they left too much out i don't think that they put too much in and over bloated things i don't think the story was told too quickly um it was a uh, very very well paced very well paced so um and like i said structure was good because you're not you, you're only basically following one character the whole time anyway so that was good anyways take take a quick break um we'll come back and we'll talk about some spoilers i'll see you in a minute Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K-U-K to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website. Uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk etalkuk you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscapes quality thanks very much to manscape for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening hi there if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you with our affiliate link with kualu you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to kualu to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to kualu for this affiliate link hi there if you'd like to get rid of the ads in entertainment talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes we've got good news for you there as well you can subscribe to entertainment talk at either the five dollar level tier or ten dollar level tier 
the $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned. And it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show. Or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month, and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts, and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, let's get into spoilers. If you've not seen Smile, the 2022 horror film, which I've just been talking about for the last 14 minutes, um, you're going to want to leave now. Uh, I don't want you to, to go. It'd be nice if you could listen, but of course, uh, you know, spoiler spoiler sections aren't for everybody. Um, so that's that's just the way that that works. Uh, we have done some other, I have done some other film reviews this week. Uh, I did Nola Holmes earlier, Nola Holmes 2, sorry earlier and I've also reviewed the first film of that X which is a horror film I talked about a minute ago that's from A24 and on Monday I took a look at Don't Worry Darling um there won't be any more there won't be any more uh, film reviews this week this is this is the last planned one for this week so um because it was just I was just falling a little bit behind on my film watching and film reviewing so I thought I'd set aside some time this week to catch up which is what I've been doing anyway if you've not seen Smile the 2022 horror film you're going to want to leave now, but uh, there's plenty of other podcasts, reviews, TV, games, films, main night podcasts that we've done. EntertainmentTalk.org, podcast platforms, Entertainment Talk. You can get my thoughts on all those films I just mentioned. Uh, Black Panther recently as well. Black Adam, some other film reviews that we've done recently, so check all those out. Uh, Walking Dead podcast will be next week. Gaming Talk podcasts and a whole bunch of other stuff. So uh, please check out all the other stuff that we're doing on EntertainmentTalk.org and on podcast platforms. Um... Yeah, you need to, if, if you haven't seen this film, pause the podcast, mute it, click back, press the homepage, take your earphones out, whatever you need to do. Uh, and I'm going to start with the ending, So, because um, I, I, I know I mentioned that a lot of times here in the spoiler-free section, So, or previously in the spoiler-free section. Um, so let's get into that now. Um, so yeah, the ending of the film. Uh... So she comes up with the idea, which is not the not the worst idea that she's come up with. Essentially, notices that okay, if I spend if I'm with other people too much, um, that that person can end up being a fake version of themselves, and then they smile and they come and try and attack her. So her idea is okay. She's going to sit like in literally in a, in an abandoned cabin well not really a cabin it's it's her old childhood home and see what happens see if she can fight this thing or you know get it to come out or whatever and it does and her trauma comes from her mum um they don't specifically show how the mum dies but um the daughter couldn't protect the mum because she couldn't uh, so her mum is the one that haunts her um, couple of very interesting little twists, and I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it, because sometimes things like this can be a bit silly, but the mum character ends up, like, growing really big, and, like, chasing her through the house like a mon- like an actual monster. Um, she manages to set it on fire, and leave, 
although we think. She then goes to her friend's house, doesn't she? And he's like, yeah, you can stay with me forever. And then that's where the twist happens. I was like, oh, that's a, that's that's kind of a shame. Because um, it did portray it initially as like she'd literally beaten her demon. Um, which was her, you know, her, her sort of trauma demon, I suppose, is how, how you'd look at that character. The, the grown mother monster thing, whatever it is. Um, so that happens. And then her friend, who's not really her friend, chases her outside. And then, like, the door doesn't shut. And then, you know, silence. Which, again, I thought was, was quite interesting. Because a lot of the time in this film... Um, when they'd use that like dead silence, literally like dead silence, she wondered like, okay, if you're gonna turn around and whatever and all this kind of stuff. Um, and they used it pretty well there. And then she turns around and it's the house, the same house, her 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 old house, but it wasn't set on fire. And she goes back in and, um, well, no, no, her her friend appears like out of nowhere. Um. I guess her friend knew where that house was. Because I was like, okay, how is he here? This must be fake or whatever. Uh, and then she goes back in and she gets taken over. And that's where I started to get disappointed. Because, okay, I kind of I kind of see where you're going with this. And then she smiles and she basically lights herself on fire. I just... Um, I, ju- I just don't like that as an ending. Um, I don't know if, like... Part of me thinks it sends the wrong message about trauma. Which is, like, you can't escape your trauma. Um, and it's it's gonna catch up to you. Like I I don't really like that. Um, but also just plotting wise, like she went through all of that to like try and get away, um, and then she basically passed the trauma over to her friend. I just like I I think it would have I think the what they were going with would have worked better, which is she defeats her demon, her, like her, her trauma demon, which is her mum, and then. I don't know, goes to sleep in her friend's house and then you end there. Like, why do you have to have... Like, I appreciate the twist. The twist twist is a, is a nice idea. Um, Like, tw- twists in, in films can be good, but... I just, yeah... Um, I, I don't understand why you had to do that. Sometimes I, I, I think with certain films... Because I'm, I'm not expecting, like, a smile too or something. I feel like sometimes with films... Like this, where, where where you'd look and you'd think, okay, you could do a sequel to this. You could do a sequel with, the, like, a completely different character. Um, I don't think they're going to. It, it, it doesn't feel like that. Um, sometimes I feel like with films that are one-offs, the directors or whoever's writing the film feels like, okay, we can just chuck in, a, like, throw in an ending that just kills the main character because we don't we're not making a sequel so we can just kill the main character and just like throw 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 the story away sort of i, I don't know it's a it, it's sometimes a feeling i get from films um sometimes with horror films particularly because you end up killing like the main character in like a you know sad way which i thought that this was but yeah, i thought this i thought this story was very sad um and i, I i'm trying to figure out like for 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 people with trauma and like mental health issues and stuff like what are you what are you trying to say because I, I you know when you've got a story like this that does lean so heavily in the, on those types of themes surely you are trying to say something to your audience because um, this isn't like 
this isn't a B movie slasher teen like horror flick thing where it's just hey let's just muck about and kill off you know have like a Michael Myers thing where we just kill off a bunch of characters for an hour and a half and just end the film there um like I'm sure that there you know within some of the Halloween films I haven't seen I'm sure there is maybe some messages or some themes or something but you're literally leaning on like a more grounded story here with messages and themes but I don't know what this film is trying to say to those people who have gone through uh very bad things um, because what it kind of says to me is that like you don't always escape your trauma, but I don't think that's a very good thing to say. Um, but um, aside from my disagreement with the ending, I thought a lot of the other plot lines were pretty good. I thought the opening was was very good. Obviously, we 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 kind of saw it in the trailer, but we saw it fully fleshed out here. So I thought that was good. Um. Yeah, then you had some other like twists and turns and stuff like with the therapist comes around to visit and she gets the phone call and drops the phone. Um, the acting from the the main character I thought was outstanding um, to to be able to kind of go through all of that and everything. Um, I did find that the the more creepier stuff in the first like twenty to thirty minutes, especially with like once the uh, patient takes her own life at the start from the bit that we see in the trailer, from then on until the film opens itself up more that was the some of the more intense stuff like, like, like when she gets home and drops the glass and the alarm goes off and you've got like the cameras turning at different angles and um she has the fake phone call from um you know the the the, the, the was it the alarm company or whatever because it wasn't the police was it it was like hey you, you know your alarm has been tripped is everything all right um so that was that was very very effective and there's there's like a moment isn't there when um she's on the phone and you can tell the voice changes a bit um and the camera gets like really 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 close to the back of her head and it's like turn around rosie and i was like oh for god's sake <laughs> you're uh yeah pl- playing around that that's what i when i just to go go back to one of my points in the spoiler free section but to talk about it more spoilery here that was what I was talking about with sort of it wasn't just like oh he's right behind you and bang you know jump scare and then oh he's right behind you again bang jump scare it it, it wasn't that over and over again this this wasn't that type of film um but like it, even it was still very effective when those moments where like she's slowly turning around and you're you're wondering what's there and you've got that complete dead silence um that is in today's day and age with how many horror films we've had over how many decades it's not always easy to make that effective because you're when a camera plays a trick like that or like when some when a character hears like a knock at the door and they slowly walk towards it and they go to open it and then bang jump scare um if you're doing like different things with camera work or I don't know just just setting a bit of a different tone um like a better tone I think it's it's much um it's much more effective that way it's especially much more effective it's actually much more effective sometimes in those scenes when you don't have a jump scare because you're almost expecting one whether it's going to be a visual jump scare like somebody you know opens a door and there's a person standing right there or you know, um, somebody, uh, like a character lays down in bed and they hear a knock at the door and it's a, ooh, so, you know, or or a knock at the window and it's a, ooh, it's a jump scare. 
sometimes it's better to um to not have those to jump scares but to tease them almost and to sort of um make make you think okay there might be a jump scare here and then do the alternative which is to not do it sometimes um i've also found recently like with with um x a24's x i watched this week and with this film having characters and you you have to frame it really really well and have the 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 creepy character positioned very very well um when you've got those still shots in certain films and this applies to both the film called x and this film um although i think it i think it's a bit more effective here a little bit more effective here um although done in a different style with with the x film um i think sometimes if you've got a still shot and characters like panicking trying to figure out what to do and the camera positions itself, and it, it does it a lot of times in this film, obviously, because of the, the layout of the house. There's a lot of windows and doors and um, mirrors and things like that. And you're you're looking, and I love doing that as well. And Servant's something that's very, very good at doing that as well. And particularly in this film where it sets itself up to, um, of where it sets itself up to where, um, you know, she's standing in the middle of this, this front room or whatever it is with the kitchen next to it. And there's so many windows and so many little corners of little areas to look at. And you're listening to what she's saying and, you know, you're trying to watch what she's doing. But you're looking out for that little, I don't know, a little head or a little person standing. And it can be in the smallest little corner of of a window. And I think that's really, really effective to, to do. It's very simple, but sometimes simple horror, sometimes simple horror is the best type of horror. You know, you don't have to go over the top with things. Because um, sometimes those, those slight little visual um things and audio things within these films can really just bring it 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 can take the slightest little thing in a horror film to be the most effective i think sometimes um and i think this film was certainly where it did that very very well um so yeah it was uh it was brilliant on on that front certainly um that's mainly the first 20 to 30 minutes the, the thing obviously the story moves forward of you know after that and whatnot but um that was probably the most effective part so um and there's even times where like i don't know she'd be standing near a window and there'll be like a reflection of a of a light and you think is is that the top of somebody's head or something um i'm sure there was a there was a couple of times wasn't there in 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 the 20 to 30 minutes the opening um where uh that there was i think there was a head in the window at some point and you could you could very specifically see a smile at a certain point i think you could anyway so um very very effective stuff um i think that's everything i've got to talk about really with the spoilers uh obviously yeah a couple of little twists and turns like when she kind of has it on her mind of like okay will i murder somebody and then she goes to to kill that um patient that she's seen and the guy rips his face off and then that was obviously uh not not quite the case uh you had the twist from the trailer which was you know i think it was the sister she sort of twists her neck around but obviously that wasn't the case um and i'm not usually the biggest because that's a psychological horror right and that's where you have your sort of silent hills and those sorts of things i'm not usually a fan of that type of stuff um and sometimes when you're telling those types of stories and you've got fake outs but they're not they're not supposed to be looked as fake outs they're supposed to be looked as as like no it wasn't us giving you a fake out scene it was this is what this character within the story this is what this character is experiencing 
And I'm I'm not usually a fan of that at all, but that combined with the whole plot here and specifically the whole smile stuff, I thought really uh, elevated that quite a lot. Um, some some things were a bit more deliberately sort of okay. This probably isn't real, but you know it it's still kind of intense. Um, and I think I think one way that they they built that up very effectively was, and again, not the nicest thing, but how that progressed her trauma throughout this film which isn't it, which isn't a nice thing to do obviously but it's it's what you're gonna do for the story um and how she's just you know she, she's just not sure what to do at certain points so i thought that was again very very effective uh that's pretty much it that's my review for smile um i don't think there's anything else really left for me to talk about i you know talked about the ending and a, a few scenes and a few effective things within this film that i thought were very very good um but yeah, next couple of film reviews to look out for. There won't be won't be this week. There definitely won't be next week. Um, the week after, let's say, um, there's obviously the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which might be like a one hour TV film. It, it might it might be the same as like the Werewolf by Night. I'm I'm not entirely sure. Got that coming out. Obviously, I'll be checking that out. Um, you've got oh, I, I watched the trailer yesterday. I've already forgotten the name. The Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell. Um, Apple TV Plus Christmas film that's just come out. I watched the trailer for that yesterday. That, that looks great. Um, and then if I can see it, <laughs> because cinema listings are already very limited from what I've seen, uh, Strange World, which is from Disney, which is looking uh, not from the film's quality, but uh, from very much from not not necessarily well, yeah, lack of promotion and very 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 late promotion. Um, up until a few weeks ago, I thought that film was coming out next year. That was my impression. So, I had no idea that film was coming out in June. Uh, June in in November. Um, I thought that was coming out next year, just because I I hadn't heard anything about it. And then, I saw a trailer. I think it was last week on YouTube. Um, and it said, "Oh, November twenty third. And I was like, "Hang on a minute. That's next week." That's very, very late to be advertising this film. I also don't know why from a Disney standpoint... I know I'm going a bit off topic here. From a Disney standpoint, you know Black Panther is going to be huge. You know it's going to be for like a good month at the box office. Why are you releasing Strange Worlds after that? Like, Why don't you just save Strange Worlds until January? Um, and also, isn't Avatar coming out really, really soon? Like, You're kind of burying this film and sending it out to die. Which isn't good considering it's... I think it's supposed to have a um, Latino and... Uh, l- l- Latino gay lead, I, I think, for, for the film. Um, so you, you know what's going to happen. The film's going to not do very well. It's going to be, oh, you know, Disney's gone woke and all that sort of nonsense. But I'm sorry. When, when, you, when you put out your own film... And all three of those films are Disney's. Avatar, Black Panther, which is still out, which has just come out. Which I reviewed last week. Um... And Strange World. Strange World has been sent to die by Disney. And I don't know why you've done that. Why don't you just have Black Panther for November. Um, Avatar for December. And then Strange Worlds for January. You know that that post Christmas sort of. You know people are still in a good mood and whatnot, And you can put that film out. I don't know. I don't make these decisions. So heck maybe, maybe that's why Bob Iger did get fired. Or is it Bob Chapek? One of the two of them. Maybe maybe that's why he got fired. Because he's making decisions like this. So yeah. Um, I will try to still watch it. Definitely. But I, I can't um, I can't necessarily promise that I watch that until. 
it comes out on Disney Plus because I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. Anyway, um, that's some film review plans over the next couple of weeks. Um, so you got that. Yeah, the, the Disney Plus, uh, not Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus film, Will Ferrell and uh, Ryan Reynolds. I'm, I'm watching that because I like Ryan Reynolds. That's like the only reason. Um, I guess I'll be reviewing Avatar. Maybe. I've got like no enthusiasm for that film whatsoever. <laughs> But uh, and it's very very long, so uh, we'll see when that happens. Anyway, that's it for the that's it for now. That's it for the meantime. Um, of course, entertainmenttalk.org podcast platforms, entertainment talk. You know where you can find our stuff: TV, games, films, main night podcasts. Take a look out for all of that. Uh, if you'd like to support these podcasts and support Entertainment Talk further, of course, you've already been listening to this episode, so thank you for that. Um, you can use word of mouth and social media, let people know about what we're doing and where they can find it. Social media, tell people about our podcast over there as well. If you'd like to be up to date with TV and film news, Renault's cancellations, pickups, air dates and film news, geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio for all of that. If you want some fun content over on Twitch, Bex uh, calls Trista B-Y-T-E-S Bex over on Twitch she does a chat retro and game streams so check out what she's up to as well uh, and me you can find my video game content on either Twitch or YouTube all of it gets archived to YouTube and that's eTalk UK over on Twitch and Entertainment Talk Plays over on YouTube thanks for listening and I'll see you soon goodbye see you next time goodbye <laughs>